Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Wednesday, February 28th, One Take Wednesday. We're making our way through Luke's Gospel as Jesus journeys to the cross. We're going we're gonna to read the end of Luke 14 today, starting in verse 25, and then we'll go over to Psalm 129. In Luke's Gospel, we have a change of scenery today from a, uh, from a dinner party to great crowds accompanying Jesus, and he begins to talk with them about a theme that he's talked about before, authentic discipleship. And he really goes deeply into the fact that allegiance to family networks and the shackles of possessions can impede or make difficult true discipleship. To follow Jesus means we have new commitments, new attitudes, and new allegiances. And I'm leaning on Joel B. Green and his commentary on the Gospel of Luke there. So as we're reading, think about that, that. Jesus is calling us to a new way, to new commitments, to new attitudes, and new allegiances. Starting in verse 25, the cost of discipleship. Now great crowds accompanied him, and he turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it. Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, going out to encounter another king in war, will not sit down first and deliberate whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000. And if not, while the other is yet a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks for terms of peace. So therefore, any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. Salt is good, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is of no use either for the soil or for the manure pile. It is thrown away. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Okay, before we move on, I want to talk about two words, hate and salt. In the first instance, in verse 26, Jesus says, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father, that is such strong language to us. But if you go back to the original, it's more a disavowal of primary allegiance. So it's saying your loyalty must lie with Christ above all else. There's this reconstruction of our identity, not along ancestral lines. So I'm an Israelite. I'm a Jewish person. It's not along social status. I'm a Pharisee. I'm of noble birth. It is a new community oriented towards God's purpose and characterized by faithfulness to the message of Jesus, which leads me to talk about salt. 
Salt, it says here, that loses its saltiness is, is useless. And by analogy, I'm quoting Joel Green here, those who attempt to journey with Jesus without a thorough commitment to God's purpose um, are, are doing so in vain. The crowds that were following Jesus, if they weren't going to surrender their all to him, they were following him in vain. And so for us and for the first century Christians, that meant allegiance, that we put other relationships and our social values in their proper perspective. And um, if we don't, then we're not worthy to be called disciples. And so, Lord, we ask that you would help us, help us, Lord, to put everything in proper perspective and to entrust ourselves to you. In the Psalms today, the title is, They Have Afflicted Me From My Youth. And this is another psalm, the last few, um, if you'll notice, have been about distress and danger and deliverance and the Lord's faithfulness in the midst of intense oppression. Psalm 129, a song of ascents. Greatly have they afflicted me from my youth. Let Israel now say, Greatly have they afflicted me from my youth, yet they have not prevailed against me. The plowers plowed upon my back. They made long their furrows. The Lord is righteous. He has cut the cords of the wicked. May all who hate Zion be put to shame and turn backward. Let them be like grass on the housetops, which withers before it grows up with which the reaper does not fill his hand, nor the binder of sheaves his arms. Nor do those who pass by say, The blessed of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. According to Doug Webster, this psalm is about having the mindset of Joseph, where he said to his brothers in Genesis fifty twenty, You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now be, being done, the saving of many lives. I want to go back to thinking about Jesus before we close and his call of discipleship. Fanny Crosby, the great hymn writer, said this, It may seem a little old-fashioned always to begin one's work with prayer, but I never undertake writing a hymn without first asking the Lord to be my inspiration. And I think that that somehow captures what Jesus is saying. We need to call out to him and ask him to be our inspiration, to give us his mindset, to give us his mind. And so I was thinking about her, her hymns, and Fanny wrote a hymn called All for Jesus, and I want to read you some of the lyrics as we close. All for Jesus, all for Jesus, all to him I freely give. Every hour and every moment in his blessed service live. Read the second verse. All for Jesus, all for Jesus, every power of mind and soul, all my longing heart holds dearest. What would I yield to his control? All for Jesus, all for Jesus, this my constant prayer shall be. Help me, O oh my blessed Redeemer, 
consecrate my all to thee. That is our prayer, Lord Jesus, our teacher, our savior, our brother, our God. Help us to consecrate our lives to you. Help us to give freely of everything we are to you. And help us to uh, unwrap our clenched fists around that which we hold dearest and say, Lord, we give it all to you. Use us in your kingdom or your glory. And we pray all of this in Christ's name. Amen.